we're not alone. Coach is not alone. CrossFit is not alone. It's actually everywhere. Um, the direction that CrossFit is going um, mirrors a lot of people that are that are questioning conventional wisdom. And these are intelligent or highly intelligent people that were in the woodwork. Their discoveries and then their inquiries are similar to Coach. And, and then that one phone uh, email to Coach was a confirmation that his viewpoint or his stance is confirmed or validated and then there's other people globally that have the same motive or where we're going to. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Thanks for tuning in today. I have Grace Patnode on the podcast. Grace was at the CrossFit affiliate gathering and she is going to share with you about the weekend. Enjoy. Are you there, Grace? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Well, we are recording, and I thank you so much for jumping on the call today. And You're welcome. Uh, I want you to introduce yourself and just kind of anybody who's listening who maybe has never heard of you, um, but obviously we know each other really well, but introduce yourself and then give the listeners uh, an idea of how you and I got to know each other all those years ago. Okay. My name is Grace Patnode, and I started Atomic CrossFit back in 2008. And uh, Charlie and I know each other uh, when we met at the affiliate gathering in um, Miami, the second affiliate gathering. But I have actually heard of Charlie when you were still TWC a while back because I also, like you, was in the fitness um, space many, many years before I found CrossFit. And so, um, you know, when I'm looking around in the area, just Texas alone, um, you know, your name popped up. So when people would ask me, do you know trainers here and there? And I would say, yeah, I've, I've been checking this guy out. Uh, you know, I don't know him personally, but I've heard. That's what I would do. So um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. how I know so, Yeah, yeah I think you know me I knew you before you know me. <laughs> yeah. Something like well, that. Well, and and at, uh, I met Jim Kelly at the Oktoberfest in 2009. He was my mm-hmm. judge, and he was at Atomic CrossFit too. So tell me how you found CrossFit because, you know, back in 2008, so many people, you know, didn't know what it was. And so I think the people who found it, you know, everybody found it a different way. But how did you find CrossFit? Uh, well, I was always in the fitness industry. And so long story short, in 2007, um, I had already quit my job as an accountant. Um, I was training people. So I was a personal trainer. I also ran a boot camp. And I was an on-call trainer. So what I would do is I would, you know, I, I would cater to the people here in Sugarland, And, um, you know, some of them were, were um, had disposable income that, you know, most people do not have access to. So they would call me. on the, I was at their beck and call. I would go to their homes, and they had their own building that would, you know, be their gym inside the residence. So it was pretty impressive. And I also was an on-call for to people that, you know, demographic-wise couldn't really afford, but I catered to them because they were rehabbing from, from surgery or they had cancer or they just were so enormous that they couldn't even move. So I had a big 
a clientele. And then what bothered me was um, what, no matter what I did, it's the women that had the slowest um, curve in gaining strength. So I looked on uh, Reddit, because it was Reddit was popular back then, and I was also searching through the web, and it was, I believe, AOL. Um, but then, uh, you know, having to do that, I stumbled across a video, and it was Grace. I didn't know it was Grace at the time, but it was Clean and Jerk. I, need, I didn't even know what the names of the movements were. All I saw was these women... Um, moving barbells with plates on them and it looked pretty heavy from the way and they that, were looking and, and, and that was that was like i mean think about back in 2008 especially as a trainer that 2007. was so, That's 2007. oh 2000 okay 2007 that was so weird right like mm-hmm. to, to think of anyone doing clean and jerks and obviously now it's it's everywhere so mm-hmm. um so then you that video did that lead you to to the website or how did you get end up at your level one Yes, that video led me to the website, and then um, I I didn't go to the level one until the following year. So this was around April 2007, and then from then on, I just kept looking at videos at the time, and we didn't have a, a lot of social media like the people nowadays do, easy access. You had to go through the video and learn, and then, you know, I, I got really addicted to watching the videos, and then finally, looking for a CrossFit um, people or just people that were doing it in the area, I found Carlos and Lisa out of CrossFit Houston. So I tried going to their uh, sessions in the park and then eventually at their building. And then finally, um, I did my own get, get gathering and then the the crowd got bigger and bigger. Friends, the next Saturday, people would bring friends and they would bring families. And it just got so huge that the person that was mentoring me, Carlos, at the time, he goes, Grace, look. I said, what? I was just enjoying, coach, you know, teaching the or working them out. He goes, look, stop and look. And then I looked and go, oh, my gosh, there were 40-plus people. I didn't even realize it. So he goes, I, I mean, think Car- you, Carlos I and think... Lisa, yeah, they, they go they way back. Mentor. I mean, mm-hmm. she she was at the affiliate gathering with you this mm-hmm. weekend. And mm-hmm. how – okay, so having – that introduction to CrossFit way back when and knowing where it is today, in your opinion, is CrossFit the same or has it changed and how? Okay. In the beginning, when I found CrossFit, um, it actually, it's come to a full circle. This is my opinion, Charlie. In the beginning, it was, um, it looked like they were having a hard time lifting heavy you know, equipment and just going for time. But there was an emphasis on form and uh, scalability. That was always the emphasis. Even um, if you looked at the 2003 and four journals, I see old ladies there and old men, you know, and people that were not fit, um, they were featured. So I think um, the reason why the... Uh, the tone changed a little bit is because the uh, uh, respond, first responders and the military embraced it, and that was their way to train. So there were actually two modalities, you know, the deconditioned and then these really guys that have to be really fit 
by design and or by because they had to but what took on on um i think the word of mouth was was really fast with the with the other modalities so that took off and then facebook started taking over and instagram and then now you now you see it's you know the game started from that and although the games was coach glassman's idea it took on its own sort of speak persona you know and that's then a now great, that's a great insight yes yeah yeah and then now um you know even my the gym that i started atomic it was by design and i wanted to copy or emulate crossfit.com as i saw it you know the moms and pops and grandpas and and also games so i wanted to to have all of them you know with my little big ego or, or if there's such a thing my <laughs> my big ego at the time i wanted the games athlete i wanted the 7 year old i wanted a 10 year old i wanted them all but then it took off and then the trajectory was kind of different from what it originally was so now it's back in full circle and i like I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. So for you, being in the, how long were you in the fitness industry prior to CrossFit? Oh my gosh. Um, when I moved here in two in uh, 2000. Oh no, sorry, sorry. I'm so old now. In 1984, <laughs> when I was 18 in the Philippines, I was teaching sort of like an aerobics. And so when I got here, I worked for Wastebasket Jane Fonda, and then. Uh, at a local gym, step aerobics and high low. So I've been around for a long time. And then I did triathlons and I did bodybuilding. So I've been to a lot of things, marathons and and you know, so I've done a lot of things and when I saw CrossFit, it was like, you know, I've done all. Maybe so not we, quite so, all. So yeah, so so for you and me, we think CrossFit's a big deal, right? So mm-hmm. like a lot of people, like we were just at the affiliate gathering, and obviously in that network, the the people there think CrossFit's a big deal. And I think globally, CrossFit is a big deal. And in a rather short period of time, it became a very large spa- uh, brand in the space and also just a type of workout. In all the years you've been in the fitness industry, why do you think CrossFit, the movement, grew so so quickly, so fast, so big? Because the innovate the the revolutionary aspect, and I posted about this, of um, outside the gym, it's um, it's uh, out of the box um, standpoint, meaning out of the global gym, and then the community is a big part of it. Before CrossFit. The community setting wasn't as strong. Now you see everybody that are even out of that brand have their own community, and then they get it, that that's what keeps going. But I think um, the CrossFit is still stronger community-wise because it's so massive now. It's global. You can go everywhere, and then, you know, when you speak the language, you know immediately who's hooked like, like you are. And then you just have that unspoken, you know, uh, greeting and you bond right away. So let's talk about, yeah, no, I agree. Let's talk about the community because I think a lot of times people think about the CrossFit community in their gym. Mm -hmm. But I I think 
because of the days that you and I found CrossFit and really looking back in those first five years after finding CrossFit, like 2007, 8 to 2012, 13, like mm-hmm. the, the CrossFit community, in my opinion, was way larger than just your gym. It mm-hmm. was, it was everybody who, you know, like you'd go to a competition and it would be like seeing all your friends or like when you said you and I were at the affiliate gathering in South Beach, Miami, and it was all the affiliate owners. And can you explain if, if you think that that's still the case or has that changed a little bit? Uh, it has changed a little bit, but then the, there's a shift to going back especially with the ones that are established because that, well, let, let me rephrase it. It has shifted because of the competitiveness of space. And even if even if there's still so many people that you, we have untouched, right? And I think that the nature of the business owner is competitive. And that's why they succeed, Right. So it's a two-edged, double-edged sword. You know, you're competitive, but then... So some of the people that have entered the space uh, recently already have that competitive edge. So there's still some people that open it up out of passion, but there are some that um, just take the competition from their workout into their head into the business. And so, you know, which is which is natural because it's the survival of the fittest you know survival of the gym but now i think i think the trend is the the camaraderie is now taken to a different level or it has rewound um how do you say it rewind back or or reverted back to the way it was before because now it's us versus them mentality because now people are picking on crossfit so now it's kind of like you know um, I know that if you don't want to go to my gym, if you don't feel this is a fit, please go to another CrossFit gym next door. You know, it's sort of that now. Instead of saying go to, go to, um, I don't want to spit well, out some names. There, no, there's XYZ just so much. Fitness. Yeah, there, you know what I'm saying? There, yeah, there's so much more competition in the space of we'll call it functional fitness, group setting monthly membership style, right? Like back when CrossFit started, it was either a, you know, or it was either a Globo gym or a, you know, low, low cost monthly membership or CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I agree with that. I, and, you know, that kind of segues really nicely into the affiliate gathering. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people didn't even know this happened. And I thought that was so cool. It was like this little thing that happened up in Whistler, Canada, that, really a lot of people didn't even know what was going on because it was just for the 10 plus year affiliates and mm-hmm. it was in you know it was it was not publicized i mm-hmm. think i got the email for it like in june so it was kind of mm-hmm. last minute but mm-hmm. you know for people listening that have no idea what you and i are talking about give them a little insight into what just happened this weekend in whistler oh wow this week this weekend was like a light up on a fire again i mean not that the fire was gone, um, internal file flame was gone with uh, affiliate owners that started 10 plus years ago. This this gathering just ignited that fire again. I could really feel it in the conference. Um, and then we're taking the fitness world in a different level and we're in that dimension where 
how do we see the whole humanity looks like down the road? So now it's a bigger, bigger sphere or or bigger, um, um, bigger space is the right word again. And it's not just about fitness anymore. It's about, you know, and we've been doing it actually, like you, Charlie, and your, um, and it starts with your child. And I saw that, I witnessed it, and I rode with you, seeing the 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 post. But then the person you were trying to help when you were raising the, the um, fundraiser, you know, with with Rich in there, and then you know, I've seen that. So a lot of the affiliates are are doing that now, but. But now we're we're even reaching um, more real estate in the uh, fitness beyond fitness is what it what I would say. Yeah, you know, we, we got to hear, and I want your take on this, but we got to hear Greg Glassman speak for about three hours, and I think he was he would have talked longer. <laughs> he, um, he could have if he wanted know, to. Yeah, one of the things that I know he really emphasized was that we, which is the CrossFit affiliate, has an elegant solution to the world's greatest problem. And mm-hmm. so can you give the listener, um, and even for you and I to talk about, like Glassman's three-hour talk, which I thought was just phenomenal. Oh, wow. He can, he can if, if somebody recorded that, I would probably listen to it over and over again. He is fired up. He is fired up like the way he was fired up when he when he started seeing CrossFit was was um, being embraced by a lot of people. He's fired up about helping people with health. Um, I um, I think that um, he is really sincere in helping the affiliates now that he's made as his priority and. Um, he 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 wants to make sure that all the affiliates, whether you're you know the tenured were there obviously, but from now on, if you're an affiliate, uh, my attention you got my attention, and um, he he was he was so fired up and um, talking about uh, helping, uh, kind of like spreading the the functional movement, right? He got the ball rolling, and even if the non-crossfitters, you know, rolled the ball too and didn't even carry it, he was just so happy that it that it did. It's revolutionary, and same with the health. Um, uh, just because everybody would just take conventional wisdom and go along with it, and we would never have a clue of what happened. It just kind of you know, uh, time would come and, you know, something awful would happen in your health and and then you shut the door and then life goes on and then you didn't know that it hit you. But having um, having that bold scrutiny with health right now is pretty bold. I, I mean, I said yeah, it. Yeah, no, and I, no, and I, I love I like how, that. yeah, I love how he shared when the thought started. You know how he gave mm-hmm. the email conversation from 2015 because you know a lot of people are saw the changes right that have been made in the last year maybe they noticed maybe they didn't but i know affiliate owners did and you know uh january 1 crossfit launches a new website right like last year 2018 
they completely, you know, restructured the games and eliminated the regionals. And so all these things, but I loved how Glassman went way back four years ago, almost mm-hmm. five years ago, and kind of started telling us where this all started and how the yeah. conversation. And so I thought it was really great for him to talk in that, you know, in that setting to these people who he knows, you know, are loyal to the brand. And like we've all, And yeah, and we, and we appreciate the leadership provided by CrossFit. And I just thought it was awesome because it was a very, I mean, I thought it was an exclusivity type of event, right? Like a very, you know, this is a privilege to be here. And so for a, for an affiliate that maybe didn't get to attend, whether they are newer or, or maybe they just could make it, what could you tell them about the direction that CrossFit is going from the, the experience that you had at the affiliate gathering? Yeah. Well, I think um, we're not we're not alone. Coach is not alone. CrossFit is not alone. It's actually everywhere. Um, the direction that CrossFit is going um, mirrors a lot of people that are that are questioning conventional wisdom. And these are intelligent or highly intelligent people that that were in the woodworks. You know, they're they're being um, they're they're their discoveries and then their inquiries are similar to coach and and then that one phone uh, email to coach was a confirmation that his viewpoint or his stance is confirmed or validated and then there's other people globally that have the same um you know motive or where we're going to in on the health side and the the shift in CrossFit on less games. I mean, the games will not go away, but less games because, uh, honestly, and he's kind of upfront about it, you know, 60% of the energy went to the games um, and instead of the affiliates, you know, one would think because the affiliates are the people and backbone of of the longevity of uh, making fitness uh, making people have uh, a better life, and then yeah. you know, and you you can tell that he was just so, and he's always been like this, but very vocal about how grateful he is to the affiliates. Mm-hmm. You know, very. That he he, lo- and I think that you know, like you said, putting a bigger emphasis on them. I think this weekend was kind of a big effort to do that because I I don't know about how you felt, but I felt like they went above and beyond <laughs> oh, to, to, say the least. to accommodate yeah. and, ma- and make us feel welcome and provided all that stuff that they gave us. I thought, man, these, I mean, they, for, for what we had to pay, I thought we got like exponentially more in return. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, and, and uh, it, it, I mean, I, I know that all those goodies are nice, but just the fact that there was a, uh, a gathering, uh, a summit for the tenured, you know, the anniver- the tenured people, um, just putting them together and connecting them is also one of the goals. And and he accomplished that. So the tenured people that have 1,300 members and tenured people that have 100 members were connected. And then, you know, there's beauty in both. So, you know, so let's, so, let's talk about that. Cause that's a great point. And you were there and I know you were with Lisa and, 
um, you probably had a lot of really awesome conversations that I agree there is something special and I guarantee you it was definitely worth more than the stuff we got was the connecting with other gym owners. So can you give me a little bit of insight into your experience getting back in that environment, you know, affiliate owners getting together and kind of having that freedom to talk and really share and how was that for you? How is it for even for Lisa, if you could speak on y'all's experience? Yeah, for Lisa, because Lisa, um, Lisa and Carlos, that gym actually just kind of kept on to their own. And I wanted to make sure Lisa had the opportunity to have a podcast with coach that was available there. So I kind of pushed for her to do it. I forced her into it, but I think she needed that, that. And so what they've done is confirm that what they were doing is the right path. They stuck with being on their own. And what I love about that gym is they were made the CrossFit accessible to a demographic that were otherwise couldn't be or couldn't have any access to CrossFit. You know, you you can call that class a different name, but in reality, it's CrossFit. A CrossFit trainer is training you. And, you know, so so that's the beauty of that. And so my... Uh, I'm, and I've, I've been seeing a lot of people like, you know, people like CJ, whom I met at the very first affiliate gathering in Austin. He was by himself. He didn't know anybody. Then look at him now um, at this weekend. He was sharing yeah, and his you're knowledge telling, uh, just, everybody. Just was, for the listeners to know, she's talking about CJ Martin, who owns CrossFit Invictus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shared. He was sharing all the, um, you know, he... It wasn't a competition for him. He, I mean, he's willing to share. You know, like I told you, it's it's like come to a full circle. We're back to that community global sense now that we are CrossFit and they are not. And then now it's also beyond that. So, you know, it's 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 no longer my box is better than your CrossFit gym. It's now, hey, you're CrossFit. Let me help you get better for CrossFit namesake. I I saw that. I saw a lot. Of that, so you know, so there's this guy who owns owns a, a gym in France. He's got a thousand three hundred members, and he has so many um, coaches. And so we were all exchanging um, experiences and and things that we could use to our when we go back to our gym. And so I think that was very productive. And then that sense of global, we are CrossFit, is now I think back. And I'm hopeful that they would spread that to their members and then the other CrossFit affiliates that are around them. And so I think they were, I don't know if this is the right word, not bequest, but they were, I want to say this was an opportunity for Coach to sort of like knight knight us. You know how you have a sword yeah, and yeah. unite somebody. How do you, how do you say that? Unite somebody. No, he yeah he no what, knighted what, he knighted these knight, affiliates. He so basically, knighted, yeah, knighted go back affiliate. home. So go out there, go back home, and talk to other affiliates because it's more than just fitness. It's about invading the health space. And then you know what he really wanted to make sure all the affiliates knew is that hey, you know we're although we're not providing you how to run a business because that's that's your gig you know you're in it for that right um we are protecting you so so if there's somebody out there the bigger bigger 
bigger sharks, or that for the lack of a better word, they come in and, you know, mess with CrossFit. They eventually mess with the CrossFit affiliate. So he's he's quick to defend. He'll deep digger. He he'll deep digger deep. He'll dig deeper. Sorry, he'll dig deeper no, yeah, into his pockets yeah. to defend CrossFit because it'll eventually affect you. So he's, he's he may look like he's you know oh he's fighting for his money. No, it's it's the affiliates. He's he's it breaks his heart when he sees an affiliate, you know, also being attacked. But to a certain ex- extent, if he can, he will, and then they will exhaust their efforts and energy to a certain extent. You know, I think that's that's yeah. I think that's great, and I love what you're saying because I do believe that as a as a CrossFit community, the larger CrossFit community, which is all of us. We are, we're stronger united than apart. And, you know, the, the divide that often occurs between gyms um, that are either in the same area or you never know, right? Like there's a story at every affiliate on how mm-hmm. the other affiliates, but I think that understanding that, man, we're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, if you think about, you know, the bigger community as a whole, and I think affiliate gatherings like this, help that, right? They mm-hmm. really they really recharge us to be around other affiliates and really, you know, how many people this weekend did did you exchange contact information with? Oh or my God. Did, yes. So just, many. And so for us to know, you know, if if somebody happens to be listening to this, like to embrace the entire community. Yes, obviously we want to cultivate and um we want to continue to nurture our community and our personal gyms. But there's a much bigger community out there that is the bigger CrossFit community. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. No, um, okay, so, I, you know, this has been a great conversation. I think, you know, it's so cool to to talk about the experience this weekend. If you could li- kind of leave the listener with any, any last-minute thoughts. You know, it was a jam-packed weekend. We got to hear Glassman speak. We got to, you know, do a lot of different things together. They, you know, you did that podcast, or Lisa did a podcast with Greg himself. Dave Castro was there, CJ Martin, Spieler, all these people. What would you say are the next 10 years in this CrossFit space? Like for affiliate owners listening, for CrossFit members of gyms, like what do you, what do you see happening in the next 10 years? Um, I think that where the quality is, going to improve. Um, I think, you know how we talk about demographics all the time? I think in the sense that this might be a turning point, but this is just my opinion, and this might be a turning point that it's psychological now. It's now moved to um, growing uh, the maturity of everyone coming into CrossFit, whether you're an affiliate owner or you're an affiliate member. Um, now we, I think it's a second stage where we're mature uh, as far as knowing what CrossFit and how to represent CrossFit and how to take the stance when there's a conversation or discussion with somebody that's either non-CrossFit or CrossFit. Um, I think that's the next step, but I don't know if, I, if I'm if I'm um, if I'm very vague about it or not, but it's but it's uh, going to be a more intelligible conversation from now on. 
because it's not just muscles and weights and records and PRs. Now it's it's really um, going to be more, uh, I want to say 3D version, but it's everybody is going to be including health, which is really yes. what this is about. And, you know, you, you, you could be in CrossFit because you want to be better in your game or you just want to relieve stress. And that's always been the, the um, emphasis, you know. I agree. I think that the next decade of CrossFit is going to be a more mature, professional, and educated uh, group of affiliates and coaches. And I think uh, I yeah, and I think everyone should go to the website, thecrossfit.com. You know, back then there were so many. It was a ton of information from you and I, the old school people. But now for the new school people, or somebody coming in, or been here for five years in the space. They've put in so much information there that you can even go back to way back then. And then the newer ones are something that would make you think. It's 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 intellectual now. You know, it's not just. That's what I'm saying. It's it's more mature. They everybody should go to the website and subscribe to the workout of the day email. I agree, and I love how he said that the even the the workouts themselves are going to reflect a more all-inclusive person or, you know, uh, body type and not this elitist or games type of programming. Mm-hmm. And everybody, yeah. I think, is moving in that direction. So it confirms the shift. Yeah. Well, Grace, you're awesome. Thank you, you for taking too. the time to talk. And I can't wait till I see you again. Have an awesome Thank day. You. you too. Take care. Okay. Bye, Grace. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.